I'm sorry. This this is bad content. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. I'm, <laughs> I'm a racist, and you're a terrible comedian. <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 71. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hitch. I may be here, but I don't like the direction we're about to go in. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, folks, it's finally here. We've covered, we've caught up on other champions, but the ones that remain are a little, uh, yordlish. Uh... (laughs) Bro, I hate it here. (laughs) (laughs) We're finally doing it. So like when Arcane came out and we kind of did all things Arcane and all things Piltovers on, we're now going to Bandle City, a place that is kind of controversial because it existed at one point in the early history of League of Legends. It was retconned to some degree. And then they were like, you know what? Let's bring it back. (laughs) Coat classic, baby. Yeah, like they... It was like, okay, we, we, we're going to get rid of it. How do we still explain yordles? We want to make new yordles. I guess we'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. And- um, listen, it's one of those things where we're going to talk about Bandle City, but not in one continuous episode. Since we're going through all the yordles that we have, we're going to also do stories in between like we did with Arcane. So just kind of look at that format and then listen to all that stuff. It's fun. Um, but that's going to give you a better way to view it and take in the information than us just saying, hey, here's all things Bandle City, both previous and now. Yeah, it also helps us, too, because the best insight that we have into Bandle City as we know it is through the eyes of the champions. So it, it this helps us as well so that it gives us a natural progression for you to learn more about it as we take it a champion at a time. Yeah, the difference in Yordle age is tends to give you a different view on Bandle City, when they left, how long they were there, if they still go back and forth. So there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, that varies. And that's what makes the stories good, right? Yeah. And we do touch on that a bit in like our Fizz and especially our Lulu episode. So you can check those out if you want to kind of, you know, get a little bit of a head start on understanding what Bandle City's like. Yep. But what we touch on a bunch is housekeeping. Up top. You can listen to us everywhere. As always, if you want to swap, feel free. We're everywhere. And then visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. And then follow us on any of the platforms or all the platforms that helps us with visibility. Uh, you can send us an email at podcastcore at gmail.com if you want to get in contact. But please leave a like, follow, short review slash comment. Those help. But the easiest way is to tell a friend to find the true hero inside themselves by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. Yeah. And who's the true hero? We haven't found the true hero yet, but we're going to talk about who's looking for the true hero. (laughs) It's Poppy. (laughs) Pocket-sized power. Um, yeah, we're talking about Poppy today. That's how we're going to start it off by Hetch's request because we have to listen. We have to put on our kid gloves for uh, Hetch here. He's not happy, and he's not going to be happy for a very long time. So we're going to have to work I, through this. I may or may not have some strong feelings towards the Ordles. If Hetch says anything racist, please don't cancel him. <laughs> 
please. <laughs> okay. He was born in a different time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to like go like serve community service at a like Yordle elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hop into it. So, as always, we start off with a spell here. Um, none of them are good. So, we're going to do a Heroic Charge. Heroic Charge Ouch. because... <laughs> because Heroic Charge is a direct rela- um, relation to the League of Legends move that people know. Um, so, yeah, besides the reference, there's not much quote here. It's a little quote that says, move it, from Poppy. Uh, but the card kind of just represents an ability we're familiar with, which is striking. So it's a five-cost slow spell that says an ally strikes an enemy. If it survives, stun it. That's how her move works in the game. Um, but it's not a good card. We'll just say that because yeah. it's both high-costed and it's a slow spell. And striking is something that you want to be doing during combat. I, I mean, like, even the Reputation deck has a strike spell that's Overcosted and it's four mana fast speed. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the devs were afraid of with this card. Um, I think maybe it's just more that Demacia has enough strikes, so yeah. let's give them something creative. They, they had a little too much fun, I think. Yeah, the next one though is a good card and fits better into the lore, <coughs> and that is Yordle Smith. Um, it's funny because you know, it, you have Blacksmith. Yordle Smith, but is his last name Smith and his first name Yordle? He is an old guy. I don't. <laughs> you did not. You did not quote that joke. I'm sorry. This, this is bad content. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. I'm, I'm a racist and you're a terrible comedian. <laughs> and someone's going to clip that. <laughs> so. Yordle Smith is a bit better um, because it fits into an actual archetype in Demacia. So Yordle Smith is a two cost two, two with attack, give an ally with equal or less power than me, quick attack this round. So this fits really well in the Bannerman decks, right? Because when you play this early, it's costed well for an early play, but then it benefits the whole board to invest in him as well as your board. And that's what Bannerman decks do. They grow the, the lower cost, uh, cards throughout the game so he'll keep giving his effect to other things while he gets bigger yeah and we're a little ahead of ourselves with this comment but uh the fun thing with this is that when the poppy's card got nerfed it actually kind of started seeing play because the nerf to poppy made it to where poppy actually inter- still interacts with this card yeah but this card interacts with poppy which it didn't before so that was kind of a cool little caveat, but uh, the the quote is definitely what's more interesting to us because we actually get a quote directly from the Mr. Smith. Yeah. Uh, Poppy never listened to me, so you better. <laughs> it's not about the hammer. It's about the yordle who swings it. And, you know, it starts off a little jaded, but it gets sweet at the end. Uh, but you can tell that he th- – this is cool because with characters like Timo, Timo has a troop, right? Timo has friends that he's around. And with Poppy, you know, it's always like Yordles, what type of community are they in? It's very important um, when you look at Bandle City and stuff like that. And when they go to certain regions at certain points in time, 
And with this, you know that, okay, well, Poppy is experienced in this world as we have her in Legends of Runeterra. She has people around her that you have like the Smith, you have um, the younger one who's like the spear wielder who's learning from Poppy. You also have the Cavalier who's more timid, but he's flamboyant and he's kind of probably her one of her like uh, equals as far as age. So she has a little group around her. She has her, her own little troop that we learn about through the cards. Yeah, and and I'm sure I'm sure like and we'll touch on it a little bit in the story, but like once Poppy, once she gets past her initial start to her story, I'm sure that just tales about her draw a lot of these younger yordles to her because it is such a different lifestyle than what they see in Bandle City, like the comparison of Bandle City and Demacia. Yeah, Poppy's definitely unique um, in the yordle sense, and we're gonna talk about that now. Let's talk about pocket-sized power. Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Poppy's story, like a lot of these stories, and specifically with Yordles because of the way that they interact with time, uh, this starts a long time ago. But just a quick little forenote on who Poppy is. Poppy is a... Mm, a well-known soldier of Demacia, quote-unquote, that is in search of the hero of Demacia. And she searches for the true hero of Demacia to give them a hammer. And then the hammer is legend to is legendary and known to be only usable by the true hero of Demacia. Or at the very least to what magical powers lay within the hammer can mm -hmm. only be brought out by the true hero. Um, we'll touch on that search a little bit once after we dive into her story, uh, because, uh, you know, you know, how does she get this hammer? How did she start here and how does she end up in Demacia? So as far as from a very young age, Poppy is very different from the other Yordles. Now, the best way to describe Yordles, because we have talked about like Timo, Fizz, um, which, yeah, they're stories. If you want to listen to those episodes, they will give you an idea of what Yordles are like. But I think Lulu is the best to really just kind of like embody the spirit of being a Yordle and then like turn it up to 11. Um, so Lulu's story is a good one to listen to as far as just knowing what Yordles are like. And Poppy is very much not like Lulu. Instead of giving in to this sense of just chaotic whimsy, Poppy loved the idea of structure and stability. And Bandle City is not only just filled with yordles who don't do that, Bandle City itself is not stable. Keyword stable. And I'm sure it has structures. But it's not stable. It is <laughs> constantly in flux and shifting. Yeah. And they, so for Poppy, this idea of stability really just kind of calls to her because she can't find it at home. Yeah. So what she ends up doing is she often finds herself being, looking for these rifts because again, Bandle City is in a very unstable place. So she's looking through these rifts, trying to find places in Valoran or room terror as a whole that call out to her. And she likes watching the humans because the humans are able to do so much without magic. 
Bandle City, very much a city of magic. It is in a manifestation of strong ancient magics. Yeah. So for Poppy, this watching the humans is kind of a hobby, but it really starts kicking into next gear when she finds herself looking towards the western side of Runeterra. And in the western side of Runeterra, there, you know, are very similar towns as far as like farm towns. Uh, people tending to their fields and with animals and husbandry, but it's different on the western side because of how ordered it is. Everything's in straight lines. The roads are straight. People moving down them are moving in single files. Yeah. All the fields are even in straight lines and in a pattern, and it all looks like a big grid. And watching these people, it's fascinating to to poppy that there's such a beautiful sight as far as just the symmetry and structure and these humans have done that without magic and that kind of blows your mind yeah it's it's she's definitely different from what you would expect a world to be and being outside of that it's funny because i immediately looked at um when you think about like the autistic spectrum, right? And how certain people, which, you know, the term that's used is like neurodivergent or they just, the way they perceive certain things are different from what you would expect um, from the majority of people. <clears throat> and Poppy kind of falls into that because she's outside the norm of what Yordles would expect, right? And it's not very common. So it's cool to see her have a, because you do have these multiple dimensions, you do have, you know, Runeterra is a magical place. In the magical place, everyone has somewhere that they belong. And that's a cool concept in my mind. Um, so that's why we're starting off with Poppy, right? It's a great, it's a great yeah. change of pace to be like, hey, not all Yordles are the same. Yeah. And, and, I, and <clears throat> especially since, you know, I have such uh, strong feelings towards the idea of a Yordle. Um, I, you know, this is a good <laughs> oh, way no. for Here me we to go. get my toes in. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> So, so Poppy, as far as watching these people in the western side of Valoran, she notices that they're all like kind of tired and beaten up. But despite that, they are all still marching forward in a single file line towards some idea of a hope or something like it's supposed to be better on the horizon. And yeah. to Poppy, it's such a foreign concept that she's it's fascinating and she just finds herself constantly returning to this place of Valoran just to watch. And this continues on for an untold amount of time until on one occasion of watching these roads, Poppy sees a caravan that's different. And I like the way that this is described because if you read through her biography, they never outright say what this caravan is. And then Poppy just describes it to a T without ever telling you what it is. Yeah. Um, and so the caravan is an army. She sees straight up an army. And for her, this is ridiculous because what she has already been witnessing as far as like the symmetry and order is put to shame by this caravan because they are actually doing symmetry and order because humans are 
kind of chaotic by nature. Like, if you looked at my desk right now, it would, I think that would be a good way to do it. But I'm also embarrassed, so I'm not going to snap a picture of that. Um, but, but yeah, like humans, like by nature, we don't like all do that. Yeah. So seeing a giant army and they're all in single file lines moving as a unit instead of as individuals and as she continues watching she's marvels that they all go to sleep at the same time they all wake up at the same time they all eat at the same time and finish almost at the same time too they train together they do everything together and to poppy this is one of the most beautiful sights she's witnessed so she just ends up kind of following this caravan but she's always staying on her side of quote unquote the fence. And by the quote unquote the fence, she's staying in Bandle City realm of existence, peering in instead of going all the way into Valorant. Yeah, like I was mentioned that her view of the way Yordles use magic in such a casual fashion to do so many things that are extraordinary, that would be extraordinary to humans, that they're able to pull off their own feats without having access to that. And that being brought up is not by mistake because this is a Damascian army. The lack of magic is very uh, prevalent, right? So I think that's a cool way to see, hey, there's other ways to be able to do cool things. Uh, And she's able to make that connection herself. Yeah, that that lack of magic is definitely a focal point to the people of Damasia. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But uh, at this point, Poppy doesn't know any of this yet. And we're about to really dive into the timeline, too. So I'm glad that you bring Mm -hmm. up the idea of the people of Damasia. So while watching this army, Poppy notices one day that out of one of these tents, she catches bright, gleaming armor. And... What she's noticing is the general of this army, which is a man by the name of Orlon. And Orlon was the most fascinating part of all of this already astonishing uh, sight to her. Because Orlon, just by just by his presence alone, he was able to stir the soul of every man and woman within this caravan. So she, Poppy watched as Orlon would just say a few words to a discouraged soldier and they would to pick up their spirits. Soldiers that would fall out exhausted, just a few words from Orlon, and they would find the strength within to get back on their feet and continue pushing ahead. And for Poppy, this is the catalyst that she needed to be like, I, to finally take that leap over the fence. And specifically, it is to meet with Orlon, but she really wants to just experience all of this. We we know that from the way that she's watching. And so th- it leads her to one night appear in Orlon's tent. And we're going to really focus on the appear in Orlon's tent. All right. Because it's not outright stated <laughs> in here. But we know that Poppy's a Yordle. We know that she's been watching from Bandel City. And she's been watching a Damasian army. So she hops the fence or exits her realm to enter the realm of Runeterra inside this dude's tent. So imagine, if you will, getting ready for bed 
and a little munchkin, <laughs> like fur ball, just appears and goes, "Hey, what's up?" Like just Terrifying. starts talking. <laughs> Absolute terror. Um, so, it, it 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 speaks to it speaks to a soldier of his caliber's readiness for anything <laughs> to deal with this situation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, and this is a Demacian army. So, you know, the last thing he's expecting is a magic attack. <laughs> but, but here's this, here's this creature that he's never seen before. That's just appeared and trying to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, so, we it doesn't outright say this but we do what it does say is that she stands before orlon and shocked he has plenty of questions for her and it's like okay so what was shocking about this other than being a yordle because it's not like she walked through this camp without orlon getting news about it we we know how this went down so you're not fooling me riot and i want the story <laughs> um so but orlon he he is able to strike an accord with Poppy. He has plenty of questions for Poppy because, again, what the heck is a Yordle? And so they end up having, you know, kind of a, you know, a meeting, that real, like, first date, I guess, quote unquote, but it, it not a date. It's not like that. Yeah. It's the best way I can think to describe it. Uh, what This sensation that I'm, my brain is. Calm down, on. Twitter. <laughs> calm down it's not calm that down. type of thing but they they have their first meeting and it goes really well and they quickly become inseparable and a big part of this this bond that they build for orlon is that poppy treats him with the whimsy of a child because despite how different poppy is from the rest of yordles she is still a yordle so come like in comparison to the Demacian, she is this chaotic whimsy. And the form that this chaotic whimsy takes is that Poppy treats Orlon with no respect by human standards. She treats Orlon like any other creature on the planet, like any other Yordle that she had met. And Orlon finds this refreshing because now he has someone that he can spar with because Poppy doesn't give two craps about hitting him. And he also has someone that he can bounce ideas off of because Poppy doesn't have this court decorum to worry about yeah. because she doesn't even know what any of that is. So it's like, I don't care that you're in charge. This is what I think. And it's that open mindedness and this and this childlike curiosity that makes Orlon very attached to Poppy. It's like the child, uh, not childlike wonderment, but it's, it, it is that, but also like the fresh eyes um, thing, right? Like whenever you're on a project, whenever you're in a group of people that are like veterans in anything, when you bring somebody new inside that group, they don't have any expectations or any of the preconceived stuff that that group knows as being together. So it's cool to have that fresh look on things um, because it, it opens up your thought process is like, okay, I'm so regimented, especially in the military of thinking this way, it opens it up. So you definitely probably see this interaction between her and Orlon, even in Orlon's older age, his status, he may have changed how he interacted with the other troops, right? And they would yeah. see that as well and be more akin to be more open like Poppy is and stuff like that. 
Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's definitely a healthy relationship, and it really is like that the that new eyes. And I give him feeling. props for his Fresh age eyes. to be so progressive as an you know aged soldier to be so open to the existence of Poppy and having yeah. her integrated. It, like, because I would imagine like an aged soldier kind of responding with like some cautious cynicism. Yeah. And he, he, his, in the story, none of that pops up. Yeah. Orlon's just like, okay, bet. What are you? Like, talk to me. <laughs> Fill me in. Um, and as far as like the relationship, it does lead Poppy into just really joining the, the army. Mm-hmm. And upon joining the army, Orlon is describing to her, uh, what their goal is, which is to find a new track of land to call their own and to start anew in a, in a nation that would accept everyone. And that this leads them out West to find the city of Demacia. So that puts in a lot of answers as far as the timeline here. This army wasn't Demacian <laughs> until until after Poppy joined up and found the Petrocyte Forest. Yep. I, I like we don't actually know for certain if this is like before or after um the conflict of the first Demacian yeah. army with the remnants of Morgana's followers. Uh like following like the first destruction of Runeterra. Um and so we don't know if Poppy was in this fight or not. Yeah. Like, we'll get, and we'll get more details because she does have a few stories that she's in or referenced in. Um, so in due time, we will have more. Yeah. For the sake of this episode, we don't know that now. All right. Like, don't, don't tell, don't let the readers know how far ahead we are. All right. <laughs> Illusion. It's <laughs> we're recording this from the future. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. At at this point, we don't know if Poppy was a part of like that first initial con yeah. conflict or not. But as far as her story goes, is that she travels with them west, calls herself a, one of their ranks, and they reach Demacia and yep. they build. Demacia as a nation from scratch pretty much and uh, since this is the army that is building this new land Orlon quickly becomes like the technically the first king yeah uh it's so early in their uh, in the history of Demacia though that he's not mentioned even as a king he is just like the leader of the Demacia it's like martial law at this point yeah and part of his attire is that he carries with him a big giant just screw you hammer yeah. all right and this hammer that he's carrying around is just synonymous with orlon especially after the building of demacia because everywhere he goes the hammer is strapped to his back and everyone associates orlon's image with the hammer despite no one ever seeing him wield the hammer. So this is a weapon he's carrying that he's never used. And we know that he's an army man, so there's no way that no one's ever seen him use a weapon. So there's just this big old hammer, and he's got a sword strapped to his belt. Nah, I'm fine with the sword. (laughs) But um, the city of Demacia is officially founded, 
and it begins to flourish. Orlon ends up living and full life and expires of natural causes. Now, we talk about this especially in our Fizz episode, and Yordles do not accept the idea of time, all right? They they are like outside of time, like they just exist in the timeline. But the whether or not they're even mortal, we don't know. Like, that's just information that we don't know. And Yordles don't care to think about. Like, that's, it's like, why would we worry about that? There's, there are fun magics to find. We'll find those instead. So Poppy is at Orlon's side when he's dying, and she's still the same as when they met. And Orlon, on his deathbed, gives Poppy his hammer. And when he gives her the hammer, it's like, I need to tell you the tale of the true hero. And this is where we get the legend of the true hero. And the true hero is in the legend, the one that would be able to build a new country that would be accepting of all people, regardless of their background. And only the true hero of this land could wield the hammer that he's given to Poppy. And the true hero would be able to use the actual power that's within this hammer. And it's like, that would be known as the true hero of Demacia. And yep. that's why Orlon wanted to call this new nation Demacia. So he tells Poppy the tale, gives her the hammer, and they separate as he expires from natural causes, which is what every good soldier can only hope for. And that's a good whole life. And Poppy after the death of Orlon, takes the hammer and swears, makes a vow to herself that she will find the, the true hero of Demacia and then certify that Demacia, ensure that Demacia is, will survive and flourish. For Demacia. For Demacia. So she goes on a search to find the hero. And as her tale ends, it is, the last sentence of her bio is, but what Poppy possesses in resolve, she lacks an ego, <laughs> as it never even occurred to her that she might be the hero that Orlon described. <gasps> and that brings me back to like the top, which is, yeah, Poppy is searching for the true hero of Demacia. So how's that search going? It's not going good. <laughs> all right? So Poppy has existed since... has carried this hammer basically since the birth of Demacia. Yeah. And she's still in search for the true hero. And most of the time that she finds someone that she believes could be the hero of Demacia, she gives him the hammer and horrible things happen. And nine times out of 10, at the end of these horrible things happening, the new wielder of the hammer is dead. <laughs> so then she has to take the hammer and go find the hero again. And again, since really bad things happen when she gives them the hammer. She's, she's a resolute, stubborn yordle yeah. that believes in this country of Demacia. So she's not going to stand idle. So then she saves the day, <laughs> but the new wielder is dead. So then she goes on to the next. <laughs> it's a, the, the, what's so unique about this story and it's, you know, short, it's pretty simple, but it kind of does a complete circle back to the point of being a yordle. Right. Or the themes of being a yordle 
is that even though Poppy's different, even though her path is different from most Yordles, she still ends up on a Yordle-like adventure, an endless Yordle-like adventure. And that's the cool thing about how this is written, is yeah. her her journey still leads her to the same destiny as most Yordles, is you're going to be on some adventure for eternity because of how long they live. Yeah. Um, so that... That is the story of Poppy yep. is that she's looking for a hero without ever once considering if she could be the hero as she beats monsters to death <laughs> with this giant hammer. I um, want a shot of her standing next to Gal- Galia. Oh, I want one so bad, especially now that like, she's in Runeterra. Yeah. Uh, and like, if I don't know if you played a deck with Poppy and Galio yet. Uh, but if you play them on the same board, Poppy goes, oh, you must be the hero. You've got to be the hero, and then Galio, <laughs> and then and Galio says, "says no, no, just doing my job." <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, but the, yeah, that does now take us to the card. Since I'm talking about it, I'm going to breeze through this because one, if you've played the game of Runeterra, you know what Poppy does. If you've seen it. <laughs> Two. I'm going to breeze through it because I this is the first time that I'm saying this on the show. This is a bad translation of Poppy yeah. from League of Legends. This is the first time I've even felt that way, too, with uh, as far as the, here, the champions coming into Room Terra. Uh, Poppy does <laughs> the not fit. are really good, though. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get to that. So Poppy's a four mana, two, three. God, you remember when she was a three, three? Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> a four mana, two, three. That has attack. So when I attack, grant all allies with equal or less power than me plus one plus one. So not all attacking allies, just all allies yeah. that are weaker than me. Um, and her level up is I've attacked with allies three times. If you've leveled up Poppy, that's just winning more. There's no way you get to that point yeah. without just killing someone. Um, so her level up, which no one sees, is... A four mana, three, four. So the plus one, plus one. And impact. And then attack. Grant all allies with equal or less power than me. Plus two, plus two. And impact. So if you somehow get Poppy flipped (laughs) without killing your opponent, which that would be awesome, all right? Like if if you've worked it out to where you could get Poppy to flip without killing someone... Tell me about it, all right? I need to know. But if you somehow get to this point, they're gonna die this card because was a it's, impact. it's like so much damage. We don't, just we over don't the go top. too deep into like the actual games and stuff like that and the meta, but this ruined the meta for a very long time. And yeah, so it, it this got card was nerfed. Pushed. It, it got nerfed it really hard. Um, but the quotes are what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So, the as far as on the first end, um, it's this is kind of like from the perspective of just like a historian uh, watching Poppy or maybe like a bard. Uh, and it's humility is a mark of heroism. But many historians would agree that Poppy is kind of pushing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, whoever wrote and, this has a good sense of humor. A wonderful sense of humor. And then that takes us to the other side and power is a famously corrupting influence but poppy proves that its corruption is no match for a good heart and stubborn steadfast <laughs> obliviousness 
<laughs> so so it's funny because it's like the story kind of like gives you this idea yeah. that you know poppy is looking for the hero but poppy doesn't know that she's the hero and when it's all from poppy's perspective it's given like this idea that it that nothing has happened to warrant the idea that Poppy's the hero yep. from Poppy's perspective. And then you just look at everything outside of her perspective and it's like, no, Poppy's a hero of Demacia. <laughs> she, she just flat out doesn't know. <laughs> like, yeah. No doubt she's the hero. Yeah, Poppy's, you know, this is a good one to start with um, from the Yordle perspective. Because all Yordles are, Yordles are different. I mean, we have a ton of them, but it's always great that Riot's able to make them so different, both in personality, but all in all at the root, you still have them as, you know, the Yordle kind, right? So yeah, it, yeah. this is the most serious story out of all of yes. the Yordles that we're gonna touch, and we're still laughing at the end of it yeah. because of Poppy's steadfast obliviousness. It only gets sillier, but for now, as always, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with the next Yordle episode. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everybody.